Do, 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 do. Here we go. My name's Todd. This is Kathy. Welcome back to Zen Parenting Radio. This is podcast number 415. Why listen to Zen Parenting Radio? Because you'll feel outstanding. And who doesn't want to feel outstanding? And I always remember our motto, which is that the best predictor of a child's well-being is a parent's self-understanding. On today's show, uh, we're going to talk a little about Sarah Silverman and why we didn't have a podcast last week. My sweetie is recovering from one of the nastier illnesses either one of us have seen. Is that right, my darling? Yes. So we don't know how long this podcast is going to go. It would be fair to say that you're in a weakened state right now. That's fair. And uh, I will probably do more talking than I usually do. Sometimes when I edit the podcast, I'm like fast forwarding and it's always sweetie talking. And because Kathy doesn't have a whole lot of voice nor energy, she's been horizontal for about two weeks. Um, it's uh, it's baby stepping your way back into the real world. Yeah. Maybe you can <clears throat> ask me questions. Sure. I'd, lo- I'd love to. And then that's easier than having to explain. No doubt. Um, so this started uh, two Wednesdays ago. So that was whatever. January 3rd. 12 days. Yeah. So it's about 12 days ago. So first thing is, how are you feeling? Uh, better, but uh, I'm not well. Right. Why are you doing this podcast if you're not feeling well? Um, I'm not sure. Me neither. I'm glad we're doing it. Um, I think I just wanted to... I've gotten a lot of emails from people and I wanted to say that I'm here and thank you. And I also think I'm just doing it for myself because I need something normal. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't had normal in a really long time. Uh, So I just am doing small things to come back to life. So what do you remember from the last two weeks? Like when you think of the last two weeks, what strikes you? Um... How bad was it? Let's start there. It was just how sick I was, uh, that there wasn't a lot of recourse for it. When you have a virus, here's the the experience I've had is that in my life I've had strep a lot. Mm-hmm. And as people who listen know, I've had migraines. and So I've dealt with pain and sickness. But I would say in the last five to 10 years, I don't think I've been sick even with a cold. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I've never had the flu. Right. When we're little kids, we always used to think that we had the flu, but if we did- stomach flu. Yeah, it was just different. It was what the flu, we had something called the stomach flu, which is when you'd like throw up or, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what I called the flu. Right, I remember, right. This is a- as many of you know, respiratory, fever, kind of um, body-ravaging illness. And I think there are some people who experience it differently. I don't think everybody who gets the flu has my experience. Uh, my girls had it, and they were definitely sick for about seven days, but not to the extent that their mom was. Right. Uh, that has to do with age. It also has to do with... Um, I didn't know what was happening. I woke up one morning and I had uh, body aches 
And I didn't, I thought I was sore from yoga. And I kind of said to Todd, oh, I, I might be sick, but. And what was my reaction? He said, great. I sarcastically said, great. And that was not a good thing to say because I, one, I didn't know how sick you actually felt. Plus I didn't know what was about to come, which was 13 days of, you know, of you being horizontal yeah. and in pain. You couldn't have known because I didn't know. And uh... and what was weird is you came down with it on Wednesday morning mm -hmm. and we had a really big speaking engagement on Thursday afternoon mm -hmm. and we didn't really talk about it. Like I didn't say, well, maybe we did. I don't even remember, but it was usually we talked to parenting groups and this was a, a corporation was having a corporate retreat and they asked us to come in and talk to them about stress management and things like that. So it's not something is at least wasn't in my wheelhouse. So for me to do this alone would have been a stretch to say the least, especially since it's not something we've done together. So Kathy um, woke up Thursday morning and she pretended, you know, you could sometimes you could pretend you're not sick. I think you were kind of lying to yourself. Is uh, yes, it fair definitely. to say? Mm -hmm. And you were like, we're organizing stuff. And I was like, in my back of my mind, I was like, you should just be laying down until it's time to go. But that wouldn't have been good either, right? Right, because I said I have to keep moving until I do it. And then once we're done, I'll go to bed. So uh, it, the gig was Thursday afternoon and um, Kathy and I did it. And I thought it went really well. We got really good feedback. And I remember there was a moment when you were kind of talking. I'm like, my God, maybe she's better because I could not... Unless I knew, I would be like, she's fine because you were bringing your A game, at least what seemed to be your A game. And I just was struck by how you basically just decided, like pushed your physical symptoms aside and just kind of ran with it. And you did a wonderful job. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think I let the illness really hit till I was done. Yes. Because once we were done, I got in the car and I started to freeze like she, teeth chattering, like I was so cold. Yeah. And then I don't remember much from then on. Mm -hmm. And that was like 10 days ago. Mm -hmm. So, and we've had three other kids in the house sick with the flu at different times. Kathy got it the worst, but it was a tricky little two weeks for the household, but obviously mostly for you. Well, and Todd did everything. I mean, Todd took over everything. I was incapable of doing anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I would text people back occasionally or um, a few times I looked on Facebook. So thank you for people who wrote. Um, and, but it was my, uh, my, I said to Todd one night, and this was when I was still getting fevers. I said, I feel like Will from Stranger Things. And what does that mean? Who is Will? Will got ravaged by this crazy monster and it like took over his whole body and they had to burn it out of him. And I kept identifying with Will. And uh, I, one night, I went to see the chiropractor twice. First of all, just so you guys know, because you're probably like, go see a doctor. I did. Mm -hmm. I went to the uh, clinic and um, they said, yes, you have the flu. Not much we can do. It had already been two days. They said, we can give you Tamiflu, but there's a possibility it won't do anything because it's already been 48 hours and you'd have to take it every day, twice a day. 
and it has side effects of possible hallucinations. And I was like, I'll pass. Um, and then, she, you know, she was lovely, but she's like, this is a virus. You can't do anything about a virus. And I've never had that experience. Mm -hmm. I've always been like, you have strep, you, you take something. You take the antibiotics mm -hmm. and then 24 hours later you start coming around. Right. And so you can kind of manage it. And there were days that I said to Todd, I don't know how to do this. Um, and there's also times when you said, I don't think I'm ever going to get better. I still am in that. Really? Yeah. I can't imagine. We just, Todd and I just walked to a tree. <laughs> Which is about 60 yards away. Yeah. And that was hard. Yeah. And uh, so, and again, when I say that, of course I know I'm going to get better. Mm -hmm. I'm, the fact, me versus four days ago is like light years. Just the fact that I'm up doing this, I can't even believe it. Yeah. Uh, so of course I know I'm going to get better, but. And what, a, a part of your brain is like, there's no way I feel like I'm ever going to get better. Well, I told Todd, I, the other day, uh, a Taylor Swift video came out and one of the girls wanted to show me and I was watching it and everybody's like dancing and drinking and doing shots and in cars and on planes. And I was like, how do people do that? <laughs> you forget. How do people like live like that? And that's kind of what I mean about getting better is I don't remember what it's like to be normal, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so, uh, but anyway, I, I went to the doctor and then I went to the chiropractor twice because she's always very helpful to me too. And one, the last time I visited her, I was still getting fevers and I'm not anymore, by the way, it's been four days. And, uh, she said, you know, if you're taking meds to lower your fever, your body's going to take longer. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh geez, I knew she was right. You know, I'd been taking Advil because I was so miserable, mm -hmm. which I feel like I, yeah, know, I'm not, I'm not beating myself up, but I knew she was right. So that day I said, Todd, I just have to have a fever and live with this and figure out how to not take anything and just get through with it. So I put on all my clothes, a hat, socks, and just got really hot and spent what, 12 hours mm -hmm. in bed. Well, where else? That's where I'd been. But I did an overnight like that. I don't think I slept. And weirdly, or maybe not so weirdly, that's when your fever started to not be after well, that, that. That morning, yeah. it went away. and It's never come back. And some people would be like, why would you want to have a fever? Yeah. Do you want me to explain that? Yeah, please. And I'm not even close yeah. to a doctor and I don't play one on TV. But a fever is its natural way of healing itself. And when you have a fever, the way I think of it is it's like these viruses or these organisms in your body that needs to be removed. And the way your body removes them is by cooking them out with heat. Yeah. And so the fever is actually, a, it's your body's way of saying, okay, let's go to work on whatever it is that's invading it. And for any doctors out there, I apologize if I'm not doing a good job. When you take a Advil or a Leave or, a, or NyQuil or DayQuil or whatever it is, Anison. Remember Anison? Yes. We've talked about that. Yes. What about Tristan? Tristan. <laughs> uh, when you take the Advil or whatever it is, 
you are bringing your temperature down, which makes you more comfortable. It's that's a weird thing. It's like this balance because it's not like you're comfortable, but you're less miserable, which hopefully will let you sleep more. Right. It's a trade off. It's a trade off. It's a balance. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of Advil going on in this household. So um, one. So when you take the Advil, then it lowers your temperature, but the, your body doesn't cook the way it should. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so then that's when you came home with the idea of saying, you know what? And and I'm not giving that as medical advice. No, of course not. I needed to do something different. Yeah, you needed to mix it up. I was on day eight or nine or something of a fever, and I was like, I don't, I, I don't know how to be productive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to try this. It was my choice. It wasn't like doctor ordered or anything. Yeah. And uh, and it seemed to be the right thing at that moment. So a quick word regarding our partners. Uh, have you guys ever tried a Kind Bar? You might have seen them in your local grocery store, coffee shop, or gym. I actually see them everywhere I go now. Um, they make delicious, healthy snacks using whole ingredients you can recognize and pronounce. So if you're ready to try some tasty and healthy snacks, we've got a special deal for you. You can try 10 Kind Bars for free. That's right, free. All you got to do is pay the shipping. So when you order the sample box, you also get to try the Kind Snacks Club, where you'll receive monthly snacks at a discount and get members-only bonuses. Uh, You shouldn't have to choose between your health and taste when it comes to snacking. Uh, We got the 10-pack snack sample box in our home. And uh, my two favorites are the blueberry vanilla, and I love all their breakfast bars. They got a whole bunch to choose from. So to pick up your free sample box is what you need to do. Go to kindsnacks.com slash zen. And our other partner is Health IQ. Who are these guys? They're an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, yogis, vegans, vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. Health IQ can save their customers up to 33%. I actually did some comparison shopping of my own and compared to what Health IQ can give to me versus my current life insurance company, and I actually got a 30% discount. So for somebody who likes deals, this is one of those deals that I couldn't pass up. Um, They asked me a lot of questions about fitness, eating, exercise, and I've realized that savings of 30%. It's kind of like saving money on your car insurance for being a good driver. Health IQ saves you money on your life insurance for living a health conscious lifestyle, which is perfect for our listeners. So to see if you qualify, get your free quote today by going to healthiq.com slash zen or mention the promo code zen when you talk to a health IQ agent. So if you're at all interested in our partners and you want to support Kathy and I, do us a favor and check out these awesome companies. So here's my question. Um, it's too early to pull any lessons out of this illness you had, right? You just, because you're still, you know, I, I'm guessing a week from now you're going to be better, but you're probably not going to be 100%. Yeah. So I don't even want to like put you in the position of, you know, what is the lesson that is learned from this? But what I, did you want to say something? Go ahead. What I will say is, you know, uh, obviously this last two weeks sucked for our whole house. Like you couldn't be a mom. You had to just take care of yourself as best you could. Um, but for me, who is lucky enough to be feeling well, um, I was trying to be opportunistic. Like I connected with my daughters in a way that I otherwise wouldn't be because you would have been doing your thing, which is connecting with these girls on a daily basis and you couldn't. So I had to kind of fill that role. The, the, the formula for our household is 
we're both on the same team, we're on the same page, everything else. But if there's somebody is more about the emotional well-being of our three daughters, you carry the bigger load. So for the last 12 days, I've had to carry that load. And it's been kind of wonderful. Like I've been, and you know, my love language is acts of service anyway. So it, 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 it put me in my wheelhouse of acts of service, which means go to the grocery stores and get orange juice and bring stuff upstairs and get you a hot water bottle or an ice pack or whatever it is. So, but you know, and I, we couldn't sleep together because I didn't want to catch your flu. Plus you cough all night. So I wouldn't have gotten any sleep. So I actually traded beds with each of my three daughters to try it, you know, cause I needed to sleep somewhere and I tried to stay out of whoever was the most sick at that moment. But you know, for me, um, trying to make lemon lemonade out of lemons, I was able to spend some quality time with my daughters in a way that I otherwise wouldn't have been able to do. So, yeah, yeah, Todd worked really hard. Thank you so much, honey. Oh, you're welcome, sweetie. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, so I do have something else to talk about in this podcast. If you're up for it, um, I got I got a few more minutes, um, but I'll just say that. Uh, to finish, I don't have any lessons yet. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I know I do, but they're, I'm just not really there yet. And uh, that, you know, um, life is f- interesting. And, you know, I think, I don't think anybody, I think there's a lot of people listening who have been sick. Sure. Uh, some people chronically sick. Um, some people who just, you know, like I got a lot of texts from people who are like, oh yeah, I had that for two or three days. It sucks. And I'm like, um, no, 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 mm-hmm. we're not talking about like a sick, I've got a fever for two days. It was different. And for me, it yeah. doesn't, I don't want to compare to anybody else. And, uh, and again, I have no medical advice. I have zero to offer to anybody. This was my own personal experience. Um, but uh, I just, again, wanted to say thank you to all the people who have emailed us, especially people on Team Zen who are so used to hearing from me more often. Uh, and Todd really filled in there, and, and everybody was just really patient. And thank you. Um, and then that's all. And I think next time you hear my voice, it'll be much stronger. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and that's all for me. Nice job, sweetie. So uh, speaking of Team Zen, uh, that is a subscription-based model that we do where people have the opportunity to ask us questions. It's a video chat between Kathy and I and a handful of listeners. We have about 60 or so people signed up, and we usually have anywhere between 15 and 18 people that get live on the calls. But you can always listen to uh, the pod- listen to the Zen Talks, we call them. Uh, on the podcast. So if you're interested in that, go to zenparentingradio.com and click on Get Zen, and there's a uh, spot to give you more information about that because we've actually been having some significant upgrades to it, which means you can listen to the Zen Talks now in your podcast app on your phone, among many other things. So we're excited about that. Um, And then two real quick personal things that we have going on. Uh, We have the conference coming up on March 2nd and 3rd, so don't forget to register for that. Cheryl Strayed, Mike Domish, and Milk are going to be our three keynotes, and then Kathy and I and John Duffy and Annie Burnside are going to cover Friday night, and it's going to be awesome. So go to zenparentingradio.com and click on events to learn more about that. 
And then I have a few spots left in my uh, men's retreat, which happens March 16th through 18th. Uh, go to the tribemensgroup.com to find out more or just shoot me an email, Todd at zenparentingradio.com. It's for any man who wants to unplug uh, from their phones and connect with nature, um, any man who longs for a connection behind, beyond small talk at the bar or at work or social media, and things like that. It's going to be fun. It's our fourth go-around. So if that sounds interesting to you, just shoot me an email. So the thing I wanted to talk about was uh, there's a comedian named Sarah Silverman, who most of you uh, know, and I'm going to read this because I, I think the uh, language needs to be precise. So, and Kathy can just listen because she's running out of gas anyways. But um, so Sarah Silverman is this advocate for, you know, kind human behavior towards one another or hashtag me too and things like that. So um, this is what I just pulled out of this article. So Sarah Silverman is unapologetically blunt in her fight against misogyny. She says, I just keep asking myself, can you love someone who do bad things? And she said, after her dear friend and fellow comedian, Louis C.K. was accused of sexual harassment. She says, I can mull that over later, certainly because the only people that matter right now are the victims. Wonderful. So then um, after she was, after tweeting about an article describing her honest attempts to understand Trump supporters, Silverman received a crude response from a Twitter follower. And the response was the C word, period. That's it. Just the C word. And you know what word I'm talking about. Yeah. So Sarah, and I think this is such a wonderful lesson, and we're all going to kind of use Sarah's example as a lesson of how we're going to do this. So she uh, took the time to read the Twitter feed of the man who had just harassed her, and his name is Jeremy, and then gracefully responded that she believed in him, validating his pain and encouraging him to see love in himself. Because when she was on the Twitter feed, she noticed that he has a, he had a tough childhood, suffers from chronic back uh, chronic back pain. pain. So she says, this is what she said on Twitter. I believe in you. I read your timeline and I see what you're doing and your rage is thinly veiled pain. But you know that I know this feeling. Uh, see what happens when you choose love. I see it in you. So then Jeremy responds on Twitter. I can't choose love. A man that resembles Kevin Spacey took that away when I was eight. Mm. I can't find peace if I could find that guy who ripped my body, who stripped my innocence, I'd kill him. He effed me up and I'm so poor, so it's hard to get help. And he's referring to his chronic back pain among all the emotional pain that goes with the abuse that he suffered as a child. Yeah. Okay. So Silverman then asked if the man uses heroin and as he identifies himself as a junkie in his Twitter bio. He responded, no, I just smoke weed. I'm prescribed medications, which I take accordingly. So Sarah tweeted back, good. I want to kill him too, so I can't imagine your rage. All I know is this rage, and even if you could kill him, it would be punishing yourself. And you don't deserve punishment. You deserve support. Go to one of these support groups. You might meet your best brothers there. So, And then she listed a bunch of support groups. So all of a sudden, this man who called her the C word, all of a sudden she's having a productive conversation with this man. Finding him resources. Finding him resources. So bless you, Sarah Silverman. So um, so then Jeremy responds, <clears throat> I will go, but I trust no one. I've been burned so many times. I'd give the shirt off my back and every time I'd get burned. I'm super antisocial. I have no friends. I'm sorry I gave you the S word. So C word. Uh, actually, this one is the S word. I'm sorry I gave you S-H-I-T. 
oh, I'm sorry I gave you that. Right. So Sarah responded, my shrink says, we don't get what we want. We get what we think we deserve. I'm telling you, you deserve so much more than you know. Then instead of leaving it at kind words, Silverman leveraged her 12 million Twitter followers and financial power to find back specialists in San Antonio, Texas, where Jeremy lives, to treat his slip discs. She offered to pay his his bill entirely. Oh, my gosh. Right? Did you know about all this? I knew. I had read it. I just didn't know she offered to pay for it. Within minutes, she had responses from clinics willing to help Jeremy. One week later, Jeremy was able to get an MRI, which showed he had he has five herniated discs. Um, Silverman offered to pay for his back treatment in full, a gesture, gesture that Jeremy says motivated him to donate the money he already received through a GoFundMe page to help other San Antonians in need. Wow. Right? So talk about ripple effect. So Jeremy, so in closing, Jeremy says, I was once a giving and nice person, but too many things destroyed that and I became bitter and hateful. Jeremy told uh, the newspaper, then Sarah showed me the way. Don't get me wrong. I still got a long way to go, but it's a start. Love. Isn't that wonderful? I just thought that that was such a wonderful story. And... Um, bless Sarah and bless Jeremy because, you know, the C word's like the worst thing you can call a woman. You know I love Sarah. Yes, you do. You always have because mm-hmm. she's... She's outspoken, but she's honest and she has a heart. She's heart-centered. And she offends people. I understand. I understand there's some people who don't like her language or her comedy. Right. But she has this new show and the intention of the show is this. Is it? I think it's called I Love America. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So I just want to give kudos to Sarah and to Jeremy and let's use this example in our own lives because it's easy for Sarah to fire back at Jeremy for calling her the C word, but she didn't. She listened. Um, And we can all use a little bit of that. It's funny. I listened to this podcast called The Hidden Brain. It's an NPR. It's called Hidden Brain. It's an NPR podcast. NPR's got so many good podcasts. It's hard to keep track. And uh, the name of the podcast in The Hidden Brain was called American Democracy, Productive Conflict or a Dumpster Fire. And it was all about um, these events that have happened in the history of our country that has spurned some type of growth. So obviously there are certain things going on in our country right now. Um, There's a lot of opinions on whether or not our president is good or bad or anything. But what this podcast helped me understand is that within conflict, there are always ways that you can use this conflict for the better. And the three examples that they gave in in our history is one, the most obvious conflict is the Civil War. And that is the worst example because a lot of unbelievable men and women died as a result of that war. But the other two that they gave was um, right after we declared independence, back in the late 1700s, we had something called the Articles of Confederation and the country was severely divided on where we were going to go. We thought we were going to split the country into two and we it instilled the Great Compromise and things like that as far as how our constitution is set up. So, um, you know, the Articles of Confederation were a debacle and it didn't work, but out of it sprung the constitution, which is something that we all believe in. Um, the same goes for the, in the 60s, there was a civil rights movement. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of progress made 
as a result of that. So out of bad can come good. And this is just yet another example of that. So, um, and so I guess that's about all we're going to do today. It's a short podcast, but hopefully a good one. Um, uh, anything you want to say to our listeners, my darling? No, just I'll see you next week. We'll see you next week and uh, keep trucking. And I'm sure there's some things I'm forgetting, but you take know, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself, and take care of each other. Take care of each other, and we'll catch you next Tuesday. All right. Be good. Have a good week. Adios. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you, and we hope you'll join us next time. If you're a fan of Zen Parenting Radio, consider leaving us a review on iTunes. This helps people find us. You can also tell a friend about our show. Are you a force for good? If so, then get your tickets now for the Zen Parenting Conference, March 2nd and 3rd, 2018, with Cheryl Strayed, Milk, and Mike Damish. When purchasing your tickets, consider becoming a Zen friend for our conference scholarship program. Let's make sure anyone who wants to attend can be there. Come see us. We look forward to having everyone in Chicago. Check out all of our live events at zenparentingradio.com. You can also find our virtual community of listeners that we call Team Zen. You can find books and podcasts that we recommend and so many other opportunities and resources. Go to zenparentingradio.com. If you want to know more about self-awareness or conscious parenting, pick up one of Kathy's award-winning books at zenparentingradio.com or at Amazon. And just so you know, I coach guys. It's called Coaching for Guys on the phone, Skype, or in person. Contact me to uncover the subtle shifts that will change your life. First appointment's free. If you're looking for a group of men to have authentic conversations with, check out my men's group, thetribemensgroup.com. If you ever shop via Amazon, you can help us out by first going through the Amazon link found on our homepage under Support Us. It doesn't cost anything to you, but we get a small commission from Amazon. And I want to give special thanks to two of our founding partners, Tree of Life Chiropractic Care, and they can be found at chirotree.com, and Avid, painting and remodeling throughout Chicagoland area, and that's avidco.net. They've been with us since the beginning. And to all of you, thanks for your love and support. Keep on trucking. Mm-hmm.